Hey everybody and welcome back to Through the Lens, a podcast where we get the chance to sit down with teenagers and understand the world through their perspective. This week we're going to talk about sports and extracurricular activities. My name is Trevor and I'm the youth pastor here. It's joined always by Danny. Woo! Um, so why don't the two of you guys introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about what sports or extracurricular activities you've participated in. Alright, well, I'm Nick Wadman. Um, I play three sports, uh, soccer, basketball, and baseball. Um, go to Lakewood Park and... You play all of those in high school? Yeah. Okay. Yep, just started baseball freshman year. They're the ones I've played forever, so... Okay, um, I'm Maddie Bloom. I swam in middle school. Um, and then I did show choir in high school. I'm curious to know what, like, got you into participating in these things or what keeps you going? Like, why do you keep coming back? For me, it was a lot of parents pushing me to just be outside and doing stuff. And then through that, doing camps and everything. Kind of just fell in love with doing athletic stuff. So, like, what is would you say you started doing, like, organized? Organized? Activities? Like, C3 sports stuff? Sure. Uh, second grade? It's organized, right? Yeah. Okay. So, Fairly second grade is where you where you yeah. started? Mm-hmm. And what was your first, first sport you did? Uh, flag football. My sister started swimming when she was in, I think, elementary school. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's really cool. I want to do whatever she does. Yeah? So, then I, I started doing that. What I, age did you start swimming? I was eight. Eight? Yeah. Did you start competing at eight or? Yeah. Okay. And she also played a big part in show choir too because she then did show choir. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's really cool. So you just follow your sister through life? Yeah. I'm not sure if she really likes that, but I forgot. I played soccer at the Y until I ran into an electric wheelchair. (laughs) And then I I quit. Uh, That, no. I'm glad you specified it was an electric wheelchair. I just remember it so vividly. How old were you? Yeah, probably like five. I had too much speed. What did you do? You ran cross country, was that it? You played basketball in middle school? Yeah, and I did ballet. When? Even I, I knew sophomore this. sophomore and junior year. Let's talk about uh, what would you say like are the positive things or experiences or memories um, that you have because you've participated in these things? I met most of my friends that I have now through swimming and show choir. Um, Not as many swimming, but a few of them stuck around. (laughs) I feel like middle school is not the best time to meet your friends for life, you know? Yeah. Oh, Oh, man. Um, (laughs) But yeah, through those friends brought me good experiences at the time that I still look back on, but even if they didn't last, it was still, it was still fun. Yeah, so community, I think, is big. Yeah, mine was also a lot of community. Um, some of, the, like, my best memories, though, came through C3 Sports rather than high school because the dynamic's different of how you, like, approach it. Um, so, like, just being on the field with, like, people I know and then coming to church the next morning and arguing about the sports and who's better, who yeah. Craig Morbeck likes more. That's right. It was always the best. We, uh... We used to call Craig every small group and ask him whether you or Adam was the better soccer player because he coached you guys in C3 Sports. He at first wouldn't answer the question. Then he started saying that like Adam and Nick had different strengths. Oh, yeah. Then I think at one point he did say Nick was better. Yeah, he said I was the gold standard <laughs> of C3 Sports. Then it got to the point where he's like, Adam, if you call me again, I'm taking your phone away. But it was, this wow. was like probably every week for two months. We called Craig. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. yeah. Every, every night in small group. The C three sports aspect I've seen 
reflected in church consistently, like especially for middle school. I think our middle school boys, like it creates a different community when you guys have played C3 sports together than when it's just random middle school boys coming together. What else, like what are some other positives that come from sports, extracurriculars? I mean, I have a lot of good memories with show choir, especially because we just traveled a lot. Right. And so like going to New York was fun and going to Nashville was nice. When, when did you go to New York? My freshman year, we went to New York. Okay. Yeah, and we competed in like a little national qualifying guy, which we did win. Hey. But there was only like two other schools there, and the other one wasn't even a show choir. So. Do you guys have any like life lessons you feel like you've learned through um, sports or show choir? Or? Definitely swimming. Swimming taught me a lot at like such a young age. It's a really difficult sport to be in when you're so little because you're not gonna like do good on absolutely everything that you want to. I would swim a race and then I'd do bad and I would just find myself like crying after every single race because I was so mad at myself. But then I was like, can't be the best at everything, so. That's so sad. I was crying every me. Oh. It's okay, I was um, fine. Is, would you say that was, that played into one, like, you quitting swimming? Yeah, definitely just how competitive it was individually. Because the show choir was so much more of a team aspect where if we didn't do good, it was blamed on all of us. While swimming, you blamed it all on yourself. But Right, because you were pretty good at swimming, weren't you? I was, I mean, yeah. Um, it was okay. <laughs> you trying to be humble here? <laughs> yeah, it was No, okay. I mean, I really, I wasn't the best. Like, I would swim as fast as I could and I'd still get knocked off of like state relay teams. I I found myself as the alternate multiple times. Okay. Which that sucked because I would just sit, I'd stand there and watch them swim. Be like, I'm just here just in case one of you guys, I don't know, something happens, but. Nick, do you have like life lessons, things you picked up on because of sports, things sports have taught you over the years? Being a lower classman on like my freshman year, our soccer team, mm -hmm. Went to regionals, which for being a small school, it's kind of like a big thing to make it. It was a team filled with a lot of talented seniors. At the beginning, felt like didn't really have a role or anything, but still like dressing varsity, being just on the team, I had to do something, and so it kind of taught me just being a role player matters, doing your thing and doing the most you can to help the team. Like being the star isn't needed all the time if you're doing what needs to be done. You'll be successful there. Does that make sense? It's like extra deep there, Nick. My bad. Just kind of went for it. Did you look at the questions before? I did. Oh, yeah. wow. I know. I was, <laughs> I was prepared. No, I think that's that's an interesting, like, pretty deep life lesson of, like, it's sometimes really hard for us to accept, you know, like Maddie said, like, that people are better than us. Um, but, like, in a world of 8 billion people, people are better than you at everything. And accepting your role and figuring out your strengths. It's cool that sports taught you that because I think that's a hard lesson for people to learn in life. Yeah, and it was really frustrating not playing baseball to my freshman year. Right. That came in big then too. It's just not like being very talented at the sport. <laughs> but it's still, wow. We're both just we're, awful at what we yeah. were doing. <laughs> guess we should have found someone good to come in right. and talk, right? Like, just doing what I can to help the team. So you're like the hype man in baseball? I was my freshman year. 
And then I started my sophomore year. There you go. You went from the hype man to starting? Yeah. Do you have a hype man that follows you around now? You uh, see Clayton. 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 <laughs> Clayton. Clayton. Yeah. Clayton fills that role. Nicky Dubs. Yeah. <laughs> I think you need a new hype man. If yeah. Clayton's all you got. Yeah. Do you guys have, like, uh, coaches or, like, mentors or teachers who, like, left some positive impacts on you? The last swim coach that I had um, played a really big role in, like, I don't know, my attitude. So sort last... of like middle school? Yeah. Okay. He kind of knew I was, like, getting sick, like, tired of it. And he's like, just go do it. Like, do what you want. Like, the worst thing you can do is regret something. And so, I don't know, just having him be, like, more of a person, like, role model figure than, like, a coach telling me what to do, that meant a lot to me, and it helped me out a bunch. Um, and then one of my show choir directors was really nice and sweet and taught me a lot about like who I want to be and how I want to like lead other people so through uh soccer and baseball I mean just in general going to a Christian school the standard for our coaches is different than maybe at public schools so they kind of instill in us we're not just playing for us but glorifying God and what we say and like through our actions and stuff so that's always been good through sports I mean yeah coaches really never let you slip on that that's been a good thing. Are there any sports that you guys wish that you did or did not do? Like, wish you tried or have one that you regret? Yeah, for me, I wish I would have just went for football because football's my favorite sport if I don't play it. So I wish I would have just tried it because for me, it was always like the mentality of small bodies don't like when big bodies hit them and land on them. That was kind of my thing is I'm too small. Jordan was small, and he still Jordan's still small. And Jordan, yeah. yeah. Was he good at it? <laughs> no, yeah. but oh. he still well. played it. Well. Yeah. So just wishing I would have gone for it then when I was younger, and then seeing where I would have been now. I don't really regret anything. Yeah. <laughs> you good with the sports you played? Yeah. I mean, I knew I wouldn't be good at basketball. Um. <laughs> How much of, like, your time would you say being involved in these things takes? Okay, I'll start. <laughs> um, Is this a touchy subject? Maybe just a little. Okay. It's okay. I did both show choirs my sophomore through senior year, and so that changed a lot of like how much time it took up. January was our busiest month. I was at practice from four to nine, Monday and Tuesday, Sometimes they would add practice on Wednesday. I would be back 4 to 9 Thursday. Friday night, we would have our preview shows, so I'd be there all night rehearsing for the show. Wake up the next morning, go to a competition, that's an indie, and then probably end up staying the night, go home Sunday. And then it just, over and over again. So many months does that schedule last? Um, well, we start practicing um, in like August and then like a certain August yeah right okay. before the week before school starts okay. and then it goes all the way up till the end of May or the middle of May so your season runs the whole school year yeah there's no ending basically okay. you get the summer off mine's all three seasons too and then through summer you have basketball shootouts soccer two a days soccer games up at Krieger um, so it's pretty time demanding. Do you just um, practice every day for your sports? Yeah. 
Um, Wednesdays only go till five though because we get out for youth group time normally. Oh, okay. Yeah. What time do you normally eat? Till five thirty. I mean, it's fun. Okay. It takes a lot of my time, which yeah. kind of stinks. Cause like what she said, you can't really get a job. Right. And that makes things difficult, yeah. but. Like they keep you from being able to hang out with your friends or like do other things that you enjoy? Not really because all of my friends, are, friends there are there with me. <laughs> For like the people who definitely like at church, show choir kept like during competition season where I am spending the night in Indy, I could never go to church the next morning. So I would miss all of those people and that, which that wasn't great. I just know I've, I've heard some students share that they don't see their friends for three months when a sports season is taking place or show choir season there. So there's obviously a lot of positives that come from being involved in these things, um, but I think there's also some negatives that I've I've seen from you guys express over the years. And so I want to talk a little bit about that, like the, what are the negatives either of being involved in, in some of these things or the culture that surrounds them? For show choir, the one of the bigger things that was like bad was the stigma around like show choir um, since a lot of people now in like high school just glorify sports like if you're athletic you're the best if you're singing that's lame and dumb what we say is like you want to be you don't want to be like a show choir kid you want to be a kid in show choir which i mean is kind of sad but like that's just the world yeah we live in like yeah people were made to feel lesser because they weren't playing a sport you were in yeah, choir. yeah yeah for me it was kind of losing enjoyment and like what I'm doing through like if that's coaches or my teammates just kind of taking the fun out of it because I kind of noticed going from playing middle school and like C3 sports then doing like high school sports that people like she said glorify it changes the standard and of like or expectation of how you should act. C3 you could just go out and have fun and everything you get to high school it's like doing this to like win and winning's great don't get me wrong but when it's over like I don't know how to say it but like yeah it's not the winning that matters really. yeah right yeah. right just takes a lot of the fun out of it hearing you guys talk like the things that were special to you are the the people you made friends with the experience of doing it together like never once did you guys mention like winning and what was the thing that you remember and yet that's all that our culture pushes in that area is, is winning and being the best. And do you think that expectation removes the fun from it? Yeah, for sure. And like I've dealt with that too. We had a director that was definitely an interesting one. Yeah. Um, where at times they would def like totally take the fun out of it through like their words, like what they would say to us. And it would definitely put a damper down on like the whole group and which, I mean, doesn't help us going forward at all. Um, it was pretty much to the point where to motivate ourselves, we had to like rebel against them. So yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That sounds healthy. Fun times. So for you, the, the fuel to win destroyed the fun and relationship and experience yeah like I feel if they were nicer it would definitely definitely would have been much more of a loving environment and people would want to do it more but 
Would you guys rather be the best team or practice a little bit less and be mediocre? This sounds horrible, but probably the best. Okay. Yeah, I would have to agree with the best. Because I feel like the steps to get to the best can be done in a good way, where you do like being there. We never were the best, and so that kind of, it got boring, because we did practice a ton, and we were still mediocre. Yeah, but like, what if your practices were like, two days a week instead of four, and you were mediocre? Like, would you take that? I. It depends. I would say no, because you're being mediocre, doing the minimum that you could do, or close to the bare minimum. So, I, like, if it was more of being mediocre, doing, like, the most that I can, or being the best, doing more than I can handle, I would say mediocre then. But if I can do more to be better, then I would say that. We just love being the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to respond to that. Um, Good way or bad way? Is being the best to you like achieving your own personal bar being the best, or is it you have to win everything? I feel like society now thinks of it as winning everything, but to me it would be like my own personal okay. bar. Is that what you would say too? Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. So it's not about I have to win state or win every competition. It's I don't want to sell myself short in my own ability. Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot more sense than what I heard you saying the first time. <laughs> yeah. With the best thing though, I feel like that's all we kind of know is winning state, getting scholarships because that's all we've ever been like. Right. That's all people told. recognize really. Yeah. So that too. would kind of be the best in society's eyes, not yeah. necessarily our own. Yeah, I, I do think we've set an unrealistic standard for what you should be striving for and accomplishing because the chances of you guys winning a state championship or, you know, really even like a regional or semi-state, like, <clears throat> there's so many schools in, in Indiana that you're competing against that so many things have to go right for you to get there. And it's like, if you're measuring yourself only by that, I think it's, again, just another way that society and culture have let you down if that's the bar that they're, you're being told that you have to chase. It differs between team sports and then like individual. When I swam, all I wanted to do was just constantly improve. But then when I got to show choir, I was like, I can only do my best, but I cannot control what anybody else does, like the amount of effort that they put in or. Is that frustrating to you though? Oh yeah. Like there are times in show choir where people wouldn't try and it would totally frustrate a lot of people. That would create a large divide of people taking sides on like, is it worth it or is it not? How do you guys view your teammates? I don't know. Because I know a lot of people are like, oh, your teammates are your competition, basically. A lot of people think that. And that's how it was when I swam. It was every man for themselves. Um, yeah, I mean, show car is a little different. Yeah, for sure. Because there's not really individual success in show choir. How do you feel about your teammates in soccer, basketball, baseball? Um. Baseball's maybe a little different than soccer and basketball. It's like 50-50. Going to a smaller school, everybody knows everybody. So it's like I know these people more than just on a teammate level. I know them as people too. Like most of my teammates are my friends, so it's normally good.
but yeah. So you don't necessarily view them all as competition. Oh no, not okay. at all. You it's... find yourself being able to cheer for them. Mm-hmm. Celebrate when they do well, even if you're not yeah, doing well. Yeah, celebrating their victories. Is... What is uh, one or two or twenty things, um, if you want, that you would change about the sports you are a part of, the culture of those sports, the the things that are pushed? Um, like, what's something you w- wish would be different? I feel for show choir, um, it's like pushed to have so many people in one group. That kind of takes out a lot of like the bonding that could occur in it. Um, You see like small groups who compete and they all are like, you can just tell like they're all bonded together, like really close knit. The egos that people carry, I wish that would kind of change, especially just being a game that in the end doesn't affect anything. Just how people approach it. And also, I love parents that are very invested in sports games, but when you're at a high school game and you think it's life or death and it's really not, it gets annoying. Another thing I would change um, for sure would be in show choir or just any other activity, I'm sure, just the coaches, like, pressure that they put on their, like, teams or whatever is, like, it's crazy and it's kind of sad because that's not what they're there to do. They're there to encourage them, build them up when not tear them down. Do you guys struggle with the pressure that you feel? I definitely did with swimming for sure, just because I was I was so little and I didn't really know how to cope with those feelings. I was just told like, you need to do this. If you don't do this, here's the consequence of it and it's not good. And But if you do, something even bigger and better will come along. And it was just like that never ending cycle. Basketball is like my school's like Friday night lights, like mm-hmm. football kind of thing. Yeah. So definitely there. What do you guys think would put the fun back in those activities for you? Is it just like the way adults tell you and teach you and coach you and the culture they set? Yeah, that and then just having the stakes be less like lower. It's when the stakes are so high. It's you just feel like you have to be serious all the time. Some of the stuff that I loved most about swimming would be like just the fun little activities we would do. And those are memories that I ended up carrying with me rather than getting a certain like time on a 200 freestyle or whatever. Coaches meeting players where they're at and not holding like an expectation above them, if that makes sense. So I feel like in every sport there's like the, uh, coach's pet isn't a good word, but like, or like coaches like favorites. Or like, favorites. Yeah, mm-hmm. the favorites. Oh. Like you and Maddie. Oh. Yeah. Here's the favorites right yeah. here. Yeah. We hold that title. Um, <laughs> but are like that the coach wants everybody else to like reach that level. Or I'd like to see coaches come down to the player's level and then help the coach help build them up to get to that. I feel like players are often left out to you know, do their own thing. Do you guys have any like other final thoughts? I feel like you shared some, some really great stuff for me, to me, for me, with me. I don't know, I'd just say even though there are like struggles in it, it was definitely like worth it. Like I enjoyed it and um, I'm glad I did those activities and I learned a lot of stuff that I'll like carry with me the rest of my life. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Cut. Thanks for listening or watching. Can I tell them about that like and subscribe button? Go ahead, like, and subscribe.
<laughs> smash that like button right yeah. now. Right. Comment down below. Ring that bell for notifications. Story, right. <laughs> we have a giveaway. We have a giveaway. Yeah, we have a giveaway. The LED lights falling out. Yeah. yeah. Nick's going to give one-on-one uh, -on -one basketball lessons. Yes. <laughs> if you are uh, the top comment. Yes. <laughs> so make Sounds sure Sounds like you, a plan. Make sure you comment. Yeah. Woo! There we go. <laughs>